0: Hello listeners, this is Garima Kuswa, first-year professional medical student at GMC-Betia, Bihar. Today, in this podcast, I would be describing insulin, glucagon homeostasis, and diabetes mellitus. The diabetes speaks, dubbed as a disease of fuel scarcity in the planet, starving the cells bathed in ample glucose quantity attributed to insufficient or inefficient insulin affecting several tissues by metabolic complications. Diabetes mellitus is the third leading cause of death after heart disease and cancer in many developed countries. It affects about 6 to 8 percent of the general population. The complications of diabetes affect the eye, kidney, and nervous system. Diabetes is a major cause of blindness, renal failure, amputation, heart attacks, and stroke. The term diabetes, whenever used, refers to diabetes mellitus. It should however be noticed that diabetes insipidus is another disease characterized by large volume of urine excretion due to antidiuretic hormone deficiency. Diabetes mellitus is a clinical condition characterized by increased blood glucose level hyperglycemia due to insufficient or inefficient incompetent insulin In other words, insulin is either not produced in sufficient quantity or inefficient in its action on the target tissues. As a consequence, the blood glucose level is elevated, which spills over into urine in diabetes mellitus. Greek diabetes a siphon on or running through mellitus sweet. An important feature of diabetes is that the body cells are starved of glucose despite its very high concentration around that is scarcity in planetary. For a comprehensive understanding of diabetes, the relevant hormones, namely insulin and glucagon, homeostasis of blood glucose besides the biochemical aspects of diabetes are discussed in this podcast. Insulin Insulin is a polypeptide hormone produced by the beta cells of isolates of Langerhans of pancreas. It has profound influence on the metabolism of carbohydrates, fats, and protein. Insulin is considered as an anabolic hormone as it promotes the synthesis of glycogen, triglycerols, and proteins. This hormone has been implicated in the development of diabetes mellitus. Insulin occupies a special place in history of biochemistry as well as medicine. Insulin was the first hormone to be isolated, purified, and synthesized, first hormone to be sequenced, first hormone to be produced by recombinant DNA technology. Human Insulin molecular weight of 5734 contains 51 amino acids arranged in two polypeptides, The chain A has 21 amino acids while chain B has 30 amino acids. Both are held together by two interchain disulfide bridges connecting A7 to B7 and A20 to B19. In addition, there is an interchain disulfide link in chain A between the amino acids 6 and 11. Biosynthesis of insulin Insulin is produced by the beta cells of isolate of Langerhans of pancreas. The gene for this protein synthesis is located on chromosome number 11. The synthesis of insulin involves two precursors, namely pre with 108 amino acids, molecular weight 11,000, and 500 and pro-insulin with 86 amino acids, molecular weight 9,000. They are sequenced sequentially degraded to form the active hormone insulin and a connecting peptide C-peptide. Insulin and C-peptide are produced in equimolar concentration. C-peptide has no biological activity, however its estimation in the plasma serves as a useful index for the endogenous production of insulin. In the beta cells, insulin and also proinsulin combines with zinc to form complexes. In this form, insulin is stored in the granules of the cytosol, which is released in response to various stimuli by exocytosis. Regulation of insulin secretion About 40 to 50 units of insulin is secreted daily by human pancreas. The normal insulin concentration in plasma is 20 to 30 m mu per ml, the important factors that influence the release of insulin from the beta cells of pancreas are discussed here under. The factors stimulating insulin secretion, these include glucose, amino acids, and gastrointestinal hormones. Glucose is the most important stimulus for insulin release. The effect is more predominant when glucose is administered orally either directly or through a carbohydrate-rich meal. A rise in blood glucose level is a single for insulin secretion. Amino acids induce the secretion of insulin. This is particularly observed after ingestion of protein-rich meal that causes transient rise in plasma amino acid concentration. Among the amino acids, arginine and leucine are most potent stimulators of insulin release. Arginine and leucine. Gastrointestinal hormone, secretin, gastrin, and pancreozymin enhances the secretion of insulin. The GIT hormones are released after the ingestion of food. Factors inhibiting insulin secretion. Epinephrine is the most potent inhibitor of insulin release. In emergency situations like stress, extreme exercise, and trauma, the nervous system stimulates adrenal medulla to release epinephrine. Epinephrine surpasses. Sur- suppresses insulin release and promotes energy metabolism by metabolizing or mobilizing energy-yielding compounds glucose from liver and fatty acids from adipose tissue. Degradation of insulin In the plasma, insulin has a normal half-life of 4 to 5 minutes. This short half-life permits rapid metabolic changes in accordance to the alterations in the circulating level of insulin. This aid Advantages for therapeutic purpose: a protease enzyme, namely insulin, is mainly found in liver and kidney. Degrades insulin. Metabolic effect of insulin. Insulin plays a key role in regulation of carbohydrates, lipids, and protein metabolism. Insulin exerts anabolic and anti-catabolic influences on the body metabolism. First. Effects on Carbohydrate Metabolism Insulin influences glucose metabolism in many ways. The net effect is that insulin lowers blood glucose level hypoglycemic effect by promoting its utilization and storage and by inhibiting its production. Effects on Glucose Uptake by Tissues Insulin is required for uptake of glucose by muscle, skeletal and cardiac. Smooth adipose tissue, leukocytes, and mammary glands. Surprisingly, about 80% of glucose uptake in body is not dependent on insulin. Tissue into which glucose can freely enter includes brain, kidney, erythrocytes, retina, nerve, blood cells, and intestinal mucosa. As regards liver glucose enters into hepatocytes does not require insulin. However, insulin stimulates glucose utilization in liver and thus indirectly promotes its uptake. Effect on glucose utilization Insulin increases glycolysis in muscle and liver. The activation as well as the quantities of certain key enzymes of glycolysis namely glucokinase, not hexokinase phosphofructokinase, and pyruvate kinase are increased by insulin. Effect on glucose production Insulin decreases gluconeogenesis by surpassing the enzymes pyruvate carboxylase and phosphoenol pyruvate carboxykinase and glucose 6-phosphate and fructose 1,6-bisphosphatase. Effect on Lipid Metabolism the net effect of insulin on lipid metabolism is to reduce the release of fatty acids from the stored fat and decreases the production of ketone bodies. Among the tissue, adipose tissue is the most sensitive to the action of insulin. Effect on Lipogenesis Insulin favors the synthesis of triacylglycerol from glucose by providing more glycerol-3-phosphate from glycolysis and NADPH from HMP-sunt. Effect on lipolysis Insulin decreases the activity of hormone-sensitive lipase and thus reduces the release of fatty acids from stored fat in adipose tissues. The mobilization of fatty acids from liver is also decreased by insulin. In this way, insulin keeps the circulating-free fatty acids under a constant check. Effect on ketogenesis Insulin reduces ketogenesis by decreasing the activity of HMG-CoA synthetase. Effects on Protein Metabolism Insulin is an anabolic hormone, it stimulates the entry of amino acids into the cell, enhances protein synthesis, and reduces protein degradation. Besides the metabolic effect described above, insulin promotes cell growth and replication, This is mediated through certain factors such as epidermal growth factor, EGF, platelet-derived growth factor, PDGF, and prostaglandins. Mechanism of Action of Insulin It is now recognized that insulin binds to specific plasma membrane receptors present on the target tissues such as muscle and adipose. This results in a series of reactions ultimately leading to the biological action. Three distinct mechanisms of insulin action are known, one concerned with the induction of transmembrane signals, signal transduction, second with the glucose transport across the membrane and the third with the induction of enzyme synthesis. Insulin receptor mediated signal transduction. Insulin receptor is a tetramer consisting of four subunits of two types and is designated as alpha 2 beta 2. The subunits are in the glycosylated form, they are held together by disulfide linkages. The alpha subunit molecular weight of 1,35,000 is extracellular and it contains insulin-binding site. The beta subunit molecular weight of 95,000 is a transmembrane protein which is activated by insulin. The cytoplasmic domain of beta subunit has tyrosine kinase activity. Signal transduction As the hormone insulin binds to the receptor, a conformational change is induced in the alpha subunits of insulin receptor. This results in the generation of signals which are transduced to beta subunits. The net effect is that insulin binding activates tyrosine kinase activity of intracellular beta subunit of insulin receptors. This causes the autophosphorylation of tyrosine residue on beta subunit. It is believed that receptor tyrosine kinase also phosphorylates insulin receptor substrate IRS. The phosphorylated IRS in turn promotes activation of other protein kinases and phosphatase, finally leading to biological action. Insulin-mediated glucose transport the binding of insulin to insulin receptor signals the translocation of vesicles containing glucose transporters from intracellular pool to the plasma membrane. The vesicles fuse with the membrane, recruiting the glucose transporters. The glucose transporters are responsible for insulin-mediated uptake of glucose by the cells. As the insulin level falls, the glucose transporters move away from the membrane to the intracellular pool for storage and recycle insulin mediated enzyme synthesis insulin promotes the synthesis of enzymes such as glucokinase phosphofructokinase and pyruvate kinase this is brought about by increased transcription mrna synthesis followed by translation protein synthesis insulin receptor mediated signal transduction irs insulin receptor substrate membrane alpha 2 and beta 2 tyrosine kinase receptors, cytoplasm, insulin binds and alpha-2 and beta-2, tyrosine and phosphate, cytoplasm, IRS, tyrosine, tyrosine, protein kinases, phosphatases, activated biological effects, producing biological effects. Now comes glucagon. Glucagon secreted by alpha cells of the pancreas opposes the actions of insulin. It is a polypeptide hormone composed of 29 amino acids, molecular weight of 3,500 in a single chain. Glucagon is actually synthesized as a proglucagon, molecular weight of 9,000, which on sequential degradation releases active glucagon. Unlike insulin, the amino acid sequence of glucagon is the same in all mammalian species. Glucagon has a short half-life in plasma that is about 5 minutes. Regulation of Glucagon Secretion The secretion of glucagon is stimulated by low blood glucose concentration. Amino acid derived from dietary proteins and low levels of epinephrine, increase blood glucose level, markedly inhibits glucagon secretion. Metabolic effects of glucagon. Glucagon influences carbohydrates, lipids, and protein metabolisms. In general, the effects of this hormone opposes that of insulin. Insulin insulin receptor complex on the cytoplasm, uh, sorry, on the plasma membrane. Insulin receptors are present on the plasma membrane uh, as it is a polypeptide hormone, and it releases secondary, uh, second messengers. Translocation, or here you can see intracellular pull away cycles, glucose transporters, and fission happens. And what glucose insulin mediated glucose transport occurs. Effects on carbohydrate metabolism glucagon is the most potent hormone that enhances the blood glucose level. Hyperglycemic. Primarily, glucagon acts on liver to cause increased synthesis of glucose, gluconeogenesis, and enhanced degradation of glycogen, glycogenolysis. The actions of glucagon are mediated through cyclic AMP. Effects on Lipid Metabolism Glucagon promotes fatty acids oxidation, resulting in energy production and ketone body synthesis, ketogenesis. Effect on protein metabolism. Glucagon increases the amino acid uptake by liver, which in turn promotes gluconeogenesis. Thus, glucagon lowers plasma amino acids. Mechanism of action of glucagon. Glucagon binds to the specific receptors on the plasma membrane and acts through the mediation of cyclic AMP, the second messengers. Regulation of blood glucose level, homeostasis of blood glucose. Glucose is carbohydrate currency of the body. An adult human body contains about 18 grams free glucose. This amount is just sufficient to meet the basal energy requirements of the body for one hour. The liver has about 100 grams stored glycogen. Beside this, it is capable of producing about 125 to 150 mg glucose per minute or 180 to 220 grams per 24 hours. Expression of glucagon concentration In most developed countries, plasma glucose instead of blood glucose is estimated and expressed as SI units millimole per liter. This is not however so in developing countries for practical reasons. It may be noted that the plasma concentration of glucose is slightly higher than about 15% that blood glucose. Further, a glucose concentration of 180 mg per, per deciliter plasma or blood corresponds to 10 mg per liter. Expression of blood glucose as mg per deciliter is more frequently used. The term homeostasis in general refers to the living organism's ability to maintain a constant environment despite changes in the surroundings. A healthy individual is capable of maintaining the blood glucose concentration within a narrow range. The fasting blood glucose level in a post-absorptive stage is 70 to 100 mg per deciliter. Plasma glucose 80 to 120 mg per deciliter following the ingestion of a carbohydrate meal. Blood glucose may rise to 120 to 140 mg per deciliter. The fasting blood glucose value is comparatively lower in ruminant animals, 30 to 40 mg per deciliter cattle 50-60 mg per deciliter while it is higher in birds 250-300 mg per deciliter. The term hyperglycemia refers to increase in the blood glucose level above the normal level. Hypoglycemia represents a decreased blood glucose concentration excretion of glucose in the urine is known as glycosuria the concentration of blood glucose is dependent on the quantity of glucose that enters the circulation from various sources dietary carbohydrates glycogenolysis gluconeogenesis and the amount that is utilized for different metabolic purposes glycolysis glycogenesis for fat synthesis sources of blood glucose dietary sources the dietary carbohydrates are ingested and absorbed as monosaccharides glucose fructose galactose etc the liver is capable of converting fructose and, fructose and galactose into glucose which can readily enter blood gluconeogenesis the degradation of glycogen in muscle results in formation of lactate breakdown of fat in adipose tissue will produce free glycerol and propionate Lactate, glycerol, propionate, and some amino acids are good precursors for glucose synthesis. Gluconeogenesis that actively occurs in liver and kidney. Gluconeogenesis continuously adds glucose to the blood. Cori cycle is responsible for conversion of muscle lactate to glucose in liver. Glycogenolysis Degradation of glycogen in liver products produces free glucose. This is in contrast to muscle glycogenolysis. Where glucose is not formed in sufficient amount due to lack of enzyme glucose-6-phosphatase. However, the contribution of liver glycogen lysis to blood glucose is rather limited and can meet only the short intervals of emergency. This is due to limited presence of glycogen in liver. An adult liver weighing about 1.5 kg can produce only 40 to 50 grams of blood glucose from glycogen that can last only for a few hours to meet the body requirements. The sources of blood glucose during a normal day 24 hours are given. Dietary carbohydrate, stars, sucrose, glucose, digestion and absorption glucose in liver glycogenolysis in muscle, lactate, gluconeogenesis, amino acids, glycerol, propionate, gluconeogenesis, glycogenolysis in liver, sources of blood glucose, hormonal regulation, blood glucose, fasting 70 to 100 mg per deciliter, postprandial 120 to 140 mg per deciliter, excreted into urine, greater than 180 mg per deciliter blood glucose, Utilization of blood glucose, glycolysis and TCA cycle glucose producing CO2 and water, glycogenolysis in liver and kidney, synthesis of other monosaccharides and amino sugars, HMP sun for pentoses and NADPH, synthesis of fat. Glucose is pi- primarily derived from glycogenolysis of hepatic glycogen between the meals. Gluconeogenesis becomes a predominant source of glucose in late night after, depleti- after depletion of hepatic glycogen. During daytime gluconeogenesis may be more or less active depending on the frequency of consumption of snacks, coffee, tea, fruit juices, etc. Utilization of Blood Glucose Certain tissues like brain, erythrocytes, renal medulla, and bone marrow are exclusively dependent on glucose for their energetic needs. When the body is at total rest, about two-thirds of the blood glucose is utilised by brain. The remaining one-third by RBC and skeletal muscle. A regular supply of glucose by whatever means it may be is absolutely required to keep the brain functionally intact. The different metabolic pathways, glycolysis, glycogenesis, HMP shunt etc., responsible for utilisation of blood glucose are. The synthesis of fat from acetyl-CoA and glycerol Kidney plays a special role in the homeostasis of blood glucose. Glucose is continuously filtered by the glomeruli reabsorbed and returned to the blood if the level of glucose in Blood is above 160 to 180 mg per deciliter. Glucose is excreted in urine glycosuria. This value 160 to 180 mg per deciliter is referred to as renal threshold for glucose. The maximum ability of the renal tubules to reabsorb glucose per minute is known as tubular maximum for glucose. This value for TMG is 350 mg per minute. The maximum ability of the renal tubules to reabsorb glucose per minute is known as tubular maximum for glucose Tng. The value for Tng is 350 mg per minute. Sources of blood glucose during a day, normal day 24 hours. Breakfast you take dietary in lunch and in dinner. And gluconeogenesis peak at midnight glycogenolysis whole day like uh, during breakfast it goes down and like in lunch time it is at its peak hormonal regulation of blood glucose blood glucose milligram per deciliter fasting 70 to 100 or less than 100 milligram per deciliter postprandial greater than 130 milligram per deciliter renal threshold to urine at 180 mg per deciliter hypoglycemic effect insulin glucose uptake glycolysis glycogenesis HMP sound, lipid synthesis gluconeogenesis decreases glycogenolysis decreases hyperglycemic effect glucagon gluconeogenesis increases glycogenolysis increases apinephrine, glycogenolysis increases, thyroxine, gli- gluconeogenesis increases, glucocorticoids, gluconeogenesis increases, glucose utilization extrahepatic increases, growth hormone and ACTH, glucose uptake decreases, glucose utilization decreases. Role of Hormones in Blood Glucose Homeostasis Hormones play a specific role in regulation of blood glucose concentration. Primarily, insulin lowers blood glucose level hypoglycemic, while the rest of the hormones opposes the actions of insulin hyperglycemia. Insulin is produced by beta cells of isolates of Langerhans in response to hyperglycemia, elevated blood glucose level. Some amino acids, free ferric acids, ketone bodies, drugs such as tol butamide also cause the secretion of insulin. Insulin is basically a hypoglycemic hormone that lowers the blood glucose level. Through various means, it is an anti-diabetogenic hormone. Four details of insulin action on glucose homeostasis refers to the metabolic effects of insulin carbohydrate metabolism. In cretins, these are a group of hormones that increase the release of insulin from beta cells of pancreas and thus decrease the blood glucose levels. Further, the incretins also inhibit glucagon release from alpha cells of pancreas. The two best examples of incretins are intestinal glucagon like peptide GLP, glucagon like peptide 1, and gastric inhibitory peptide GIP. Glucagon is synthesized by alpha cells of isolates of Langerhans of the pancreas. Hypoglycemia, lower low blood glucose level, stimulates its production. Glucagon is basically involved in elevating blood glucose concentration. It enhances gluconeogenesis and glycogenolysis. Epinephrine, this hormone, is secreted by adrenal medulla. It acts both on muscle and liver to bring about glycogenolysis by increasing phosphorylase activity. The end product is glucose in liver and lactate in muscle. The net outcome is that epinephrine increases blood glucose level. Thyroxine. It is a hormone of thyroid gland. It elevates blood glucose level by stimulating hepatic glycogenolysis and gluconeogenesis. Glucocorticoids. These hormones are produced by adrenal cortex, glucocorticoids stimulates protein metabolism and increase gluconeogenesis. Increase the the activity of enzymes, glucose-6-phosphatase and fructose-1,6-bisphosphatase. The glucose utilization by extrahepatic tissues is inhibited by glucocorticoids. The overall effect of glucocorticoid is to elevate blood glucose concentration. Growth hormone and adrenocorticotropic Hormones ACTH The anterior pituitary gland secretes growth hormone and ACTH The uptake of glucose by certain tissues muscle adipose tissue is decreased by growth hormone ACTH decreases glucose utilization The net effect of both these hormones is hyperglycemic The regulation of blood glucose labeled by hormones is depicted as a game of tug of war with elephant representing insulin on the other sides and the other animals as rest of the hormones on the opposite side. This is just an illustration, a cartoon for quick understanding of glucose homeostasis. So here you can see a single elephant is equivalent. To glucagon, epinephrine, thyroxine, growth hormone, glucocorticoid is equal to that of the insulin, which is represented by the elephant, and glucagon is represented by lion, tiger, horse, camel, zebra, and deer. So blood glucose concentration milligram per deciliter. Insulin due hypoglycemia and these hormones which are g Epinephrine, thyroxine, Growth Hormone, glucocorticoids, and ACTH2 hyperglycemia. Hypoglycemia When the blood glucose concentration falls to less than 45 mg per deciliter, the symptoms of hypoglycemia appears. The manifestations include headache, anxiety, confusion, swearing, slurred, speech, seizures, and coma. And if not corrected death, all these symptoms are directly and indirectly related to deprivation of glucose supply to the central nervous system, particularly the brain, and to a fall-in blood glucose level. The mammalian body has developed a well-regulatory system for an effective maintenance of blood glucose concentration. Hypoglycemia therefore is not commonly observed. The following three types of hypoglycemia are encountered by physicians, postprandial hypo. This is also called reactive hypoglycemia and is observed in subjects with an elevated insulin secretion following a meal. This causes transient hypoglycemia and is associated with mild symptoms. The patient is advised to eat frequently rather than the three usual meals. Fasting hypoglycemia Low blood glucose concentration in fasting is not very common. However, fasting hypoglycemia is observed in patients with pancreatic beta cells tumor and hepatocellular damage. Hypoglycemia is due to alcohol intake. In some individuals who are starved or engaged in prolonged exercise, alcohol consumption may cause hypoglycemia. This is due to accumulation of NADH, during the course of alcohol metabolism by alcohol dehydrogenase, which diverts the pyruvate and oxaloacetate substrate of gluconeogenesis to form respectively lactate and malate, the net effect is the gluconeogenesis is reduced due to alcohol consumption. Hypoglycemia is due to insulin overdose. The most common complication of insulin therapy is diabetic patient is hypoglycemia. Now this is particularly observed in patients who are on intensive treatment regime <coughs> Sorry, hypoglycemia in pregnancy and in neonates. During pregnancy, maternal and fetal glucose consumption are higher, hence pregnant women are at risk of hypoglycemia in case of long intervals between meals and at nights. Premature and low birth weight babies are susceptible to hypoglycemia due to lower liver stores of glycogen and less developed enzyme machinery gluconeogenesis. Whipple's Triad Diagnosis of Hypoglycemia Whipple's Triad refers to the collection of three criteria called Whipple's criteria to diagnose hypoglycemia. Symptoms of hypoglycemia Low plasma glucose level at a time of symptoms. Relief of symptoms on administration of glucose People's criteria is used for endocrinologists to separate true hypoglycemia from other conditions idiopathic postprandial syndrome. Biomedical concepts or clinical correlates Diabetes affects about 6-8% of the population and is a major cause of blindness, renal failure, heart attack, and stroke. The hormone insulin has been implicated in development of diabetes. Hypoglycemia, blood glucose, smaller than 45 mg per deciliter, is a serious condition that may lead to coma and death if not corrected. GGT is is commonly used to diagnose diabetes mellitus. Classification of diabetes mellitus Diabetes mellitus is a metabolic disease, more appropriately a disorder of fuel metabolism. It is mainly characterized by hyperglycemia that leads to severe long-term complications. Diabetes mellitus is broadly divided into two groups, namely insulin-dependent diabetes mellitus and non-insulin-dependent diabetes mellitus. This classification is mainly based on the requirement of insulin for treatment. Insulin-dependent diabetes mellitus, IDDM, also known as type 1 diabetes or less frequently juvenile onset diabetes, mainly occurs in childhood, particularly between 12 to 15 years age. IDDM accounts for about 10 to 20% of the known diabetes. This disease is characterized by almost total deficiency of insulin due to Destruction of beta cells of pancreas, the beta cells' destruction may be caused by drugs, viruses, or autoimmunity. Due to certain genetic variations, the beta cells are recognized as non-self and they are destroyed by immune-mediated injury. Usually, the symptoms of diabetes occurs when 80 to 90 percent of the beta cells have been destroyed. The pancreas ultimately fails to secrete insulin in response to glucose ingestion. The patient of IDDM requires insulin therapy. Non-insulin-dependent diabetes mellitus NIDDM, NIDDM, also called type 2 diabetes or less frequently adult-onset diabetes, is the most common, accounting for about 80-90% to of the diabetes population. NIDDM occurs in adults usually above 35 years and is less severe than IDDM. The causative factors of NIDDM include genetic and environmental. NIDDM more commonly occurs in obese individual. Overeating coupled with under activity leading to obesity is associated with the development of NIDDM. Obacity acts as diabetes factor and leads to a decrease in insulin receptors on the insulin responsive target cells. The patient of NIDDM may have either normal or even increased insulin level. Many a times wet redu- reduction by diet control alone is often sufficient to correct NIDDM. Recent research finding on NIDDM suggests that the increased level of tumor necrosis factor alpha-tN, F-alpha and resistin and induce and reduce secretion of adiponectin by adipocytes of obese people cause insulin resistance by impairing insulin receptor functions. The comparison between IDDm and NIDDdm is. 1 minute Insulin dependent diabetes mellitus IDDM and non insulin dependent diabetes mellitus NIDDM Prevalence is 10 to 20% of diabetes population of diabetes population is at onset usually childhood smaller than 20 years, predominantly in adults greater than 30 years, body weight is normal or low, obese, genetic predisposition mild or moderate, very strong, biochemical, the effect insulin deficiency due to destruction of beta cells. Impaired production of insulin and or resistance of target cells. Plasma insulin decreased or absent, normal or increased. Oral antibodies frequently found, rare. Ketosis very common, rare. Clinical duration of symptoms weeks, months to years. Diabetes complication at diagnosis, rare, found in 10 to 20% cases. Oral hypoglycemic drugs not useful for treatment, suitable for treatment administration of insulin always required usually not necessary glucose tolerance test gtt the diagnosis of diabetes can be made on the basis of individual's response to oral glucose load the oral glucose tolerance test ogtt, OGTT is normally done for subjects with for doubt with doubtful diagnosis of diabetes for confirmation and identification of gestational diabetes Preparation of subject for GTT. The person should have taken carbohydrate-rich diet for at least three days prior to the test. All drugs known to influence carbohydrate metabolism should be discontinued for at least two days. The subject should avoid strenuous exercise on the previous day of the test. He or she should be an overnight, at least 10 hours fasting state. During the course of GTT, the person should be confirmed Comfortably seated and should refrain from smoking and exercise. Procedure for GTD Glucose tolerance test should be conducted preferably in the morning, ideal 9 to 1, 9 to 11 a.m. A fasting blood sample is drawn and urine collected. The subject is given 75 grams of glucose orally, dissolved in about 300 mL of water to drunk in about five minutes. Blood and urine samples are collect- collected at 30-minute intervals for at least two hours. All blood samples are subjected to glucose estimation while urine samples are qualitatively tested for glucose. Interpretation of GTT The graphic representation of GTT results in the fasting Plasma glucose level is 75 to 110 mg per deciliter in normal persons. On oral glucose load, the concentration increases and the peak value at 140 mg per deciliter is reached in less than an hour, which results to normal by which returns to normal by two hours. The glucose is not depend, not detected in any of the urine samples. Individual, in individual with impaired glucose tolerance, the fasting 110 to 126 mg per deciliter as well as 2 hours 140 to 200 mg per deciliter plasma glucose level, are elevated. These subjects slowly develop frank diabetes at an estimated rate of 2% per year. Dietary restriction and exercise are advocated for the treatment of impaired glucose tolerance. The World Health Organization criteria for diagnosis of diabetes by OGTT is presented. Fasting, normal condition, impaired glucose tolerance test and diabetes. Smaller than 6.1, smaller than 110. Impaired glucose tolerance, smaller than 7, smaller than 126. Diabetes greater than 7, greater than 126. Two hours after glucose. Normal, smaller than 140, impaired glucose tolerance test, smaller than 200 or smaller than 11.1, diabetes greater than 11.1, greater than 200. A person is said to be suffering from diabetes mellitus if his or her fasting plasma glucose exceeds 7 millimoles per liter or 126 mg per deciliter and at 2 hours 11.1 mmol per liter or 200 mg per, di- per deciliter. Other relevant aspects of GTT For conducting GTT in children, oral glucose is given on the basis of weight 1.5 to 1.75 grams per kg. In case of pregnant women 100 gram oral glucose is recommended. Further, the diagnostic criteria for diabetes in pregnancies would be more stringent than WHO recommendations. In many GTT carried out in some laboratories, fasting and two-hour sample instead of half-hour intervals of blood and urine are collected. The GTT is rather unphysiological. To evaluate the glucose handling of the blood body under physiological conditions, fasting blood sample is drawn. The subject is allowed to take heavy breakfast. Blood samples are collected at one hour and two hours post-pandial milling after food. Urine samples are also collected. This type of test is commonly employed in a stabilized established diabetes patient for monitoring the control for individuals with suspected malabsorption intravenous GGT. GTT is carried out Corticosteroid stress GTT is employed to detect latent diabetes glycosuria glycosuria the commonest cause of glucose excretion in urine glycosuria is diabetes mellitus therefore Glycosteria is the first-line screening test for diabetes. Normally, glucose does not appear in urine until the plasma glucose concentration exceeds renal threshold, which is 180 mg per deciliter. As age advances, renal threshold for glucose increases marginally. Renal Glycosteria Renal glycosteria is a benign condition due to reduced renal threshold for glucose. It is unrelated to diabetes and therefore should not be mistaken as diabetes further it is not accompanied by classical symptoms of diabetes oral glucose tolerance test plasma glucose in milligram per deciliter or millimole per liter so here you can see normal is 5.5 and uh, or 100 or impaired glucose tolerance is like uh, 7 you can say smaller than 7 and point uh, or uh, smaller than 126 and diabetes in diabetes can see greater than 126 or greater than seven time in half hour and one and one and a half hour and two hour clinical correlates or biomedical concepts diabetes ketoacidosis is frequently in Encountered in severe uncontrolled diabetes, the management includes administration of insulin, fluid, and potassium. The hypoglycemia drugs commonly used in diabetes patients include tolbutamide, plebenflamide, and acetohexamide. The long-term complications of uncontrolled diabetes include atherosclerosis, retinopathy, nepropathy, and neuropathy. Glycated hemoglobin (HbA1c) serves as a marker for diabetes control. Elementary glycosuria: in certain individuals, blood glucose level rises rapidly after meals, resulting in its spill over into urine. This condition is referred to as elementary or lag storage glycosuria. It is observed in some normal people and in patients of hepatic diseases, hyperthyroidism, and peptic ulcer. Diabetes mellitus is associated with several metabolic alterations. Most important among them are hyperglycemia, ketoacidosis, and hypertriglyceridemia. Hyperglycemia, elevation of blood glucose concentration, is the hallmark of uncontrolled diabetes. Hyperglycemia is primarily due to reduced reduced blood reduced glucose uptake by tissues and its increased production via gluconeogenesis and glycogenolysis when the f- Blood glucose level goes beyond the renal threshold, glucose is excreted into urine, like Ossia. Glucose toxicity High concentration of glucose can be harmful, causing osmotic effects, hypertonic effects, water drawn from cells into extracellular fluid and excreted into urine, resulting in dehydration. Beta cell damage by free radicals due to enhanced oxidation, phosphorylation, oxidative stress and increased free radicals and glycation of proteins associated with diabetes complication, neuropathy, nephropathy, retinopathy, etc. Ketoacidosis Increased mobilization of free fatty acids results in overproduction of ketone bodies, which often leads to ketoacidosis. Hypertriglyceridemia Conversion of fatty acids to triglycerides Glycerols and the secretion of VLDL and chylomicron is comparatively higher in diabetes. Further, the activity of the enzyme lipoprotein lipase is low in diabetes patients. Consequently, the plasma level of VLDL, chylomicrons, and triglycerols are increased. Hypercholesterolemia is also frequently seen in diabetes. Long-term effects of diabetes. hyperglycemia. Glycemia is directly or indirectly associated with several complications. These include atherosclerosis, retinopathy, nephropathy, and neuropathy. Diabetes retinopathy causes loss of transparency of eye lens resulting in impairment of vision and blindness. Diabetes neuropathy primarily affects and damages peripheral nervous system. Diabetes nephropathy progressively damages kidneys and results in renal failure. The biochemical basis of these complications is not clearly understood. It is believed that at least some of them are related to microvascular changes caused by glycation of proteins and elevated level of sorbitol. Major metabolic alteration in diabetes mellitus Insulin is decreased. Glucose uptake by tissues decreased. Plasma amino acids increased. Gluconeogenesis increased. Glucose production increased. Glycogenolysis increased. Lipolysis increases plasma free fatty acids. Increase hepatic ketone bodies. Increase, leading to ketoacidosis. triglycerol acyl- synthesis increases. Hypertriglyceridemia and on these conditions, hyperglycemia management of diabetes diet exercise drugs and finally insulin are the management option in diabetes approximately 50 percent of the new cows of diabetes can be adequately controlled by diet alone 20 to 30 percent need oral hypoglycemic drugs while the remaining 20 to 30 percent require insulin Dietary Management A diabetic patient is advised to consume low-calories, low-carbohydrate and fat, high-protein and fiber-rich diet. Carbohydrates should be taken in the form of starch and complex sugars. As far as possible refined sugars, sucrose glucose should be avoided. Fat intake should be drastically reduced so as to meet the nutritional requirements of unsaturated fatty acids. Diet control and exercise will help to a large extent obese and IDDM patients. Hypoglycemic drugs. The oral hypoglycemic drugs are broad, broadly of two categories: sulfonylureas and biguanides. The latter are less commonly used these days due to side effects. Sulfonylureas such as acetohexamide, tolbutamide, and glipenclamide are frequently used. The, they promote secretion of endogenous insulin and help in reducing blood glucose level. Management with Insulin Two types of insulin prepares are commercially available, short-acting and long-acting. The short-acting insulins are unmodified and their action lasts for about 6 hours. The long-acting insulins are modified ones such as adsorption to protamine and act for several hours, which depends on the type of preparation. The advent of genetic engineering is a boon to diabetic patients since bulk quantities of insulin can be produced in the laboratories laboratory. Biochemical indices of diabetes control for a diabetic patient who is on treatment, drug, or insulin therapy. Periodical assessment of the efficacy of the treatment is essential. Urine glucose detection and blood glucose estimations are traditionally followed in several laboratories. In recent years, more reliable and long-term biochemical indices of diabetes control are in use. Glycated hemoglobin, glycated or glycosylated hemoglobin, refers to the glucose-derived products of normal adult hemoglobin (HbA). Normal adult hemoglobin. Glycati- glycation is a post-translational, non-enzymatic addition of sugar residues to residue to amino acids of protein. Among the gly cated hemoglobin the most abundant form is hba1c hba1c is pronounced by the condensation produced by the condensation of glucose with N terminal valine of each beta chain of hba Diagnostic Importance of HbA1c The rate synthesis of HbA1c is directly related to exposure of RbC to glucose. Thus, the concentration of HbA1c serves as indication of the blood glucose concentration over a period approximately to the half life of RbC hemoglobin, that is 6 to 8 weeks. A close correlation between blood glucose and HbA1c concentration has been observed when simultaneously monitored for several months. Normally, HbA1c concentration is about 3-5% of total hemoglobin. In diabetes patients, HbA1c is elevated to a high as 15% determination of HbA1c is used for monitoring of diabetes control. HbA1c reflects the mean blood glucose level over two months period prior to its measurement. In the routine clinical practice, if the HbA1c concentration is less than 7%, the diabetes patient is considered to be good control. Be in good control. Estimated average average glucose EAG. EAG is a term introduced by American Diabetic Association used in diabetic management. It is laboratory tool to understand approximate relationship between HBA1C and glucose concentration and is given by the following formula EAG milligram per deciliter equal to 28.7 into H B A1C minus 46.7. For example, for HbA1c value of 6%, 8%, and 10% of EAG values, respectively, are 126 mg per DL, 183 mg per DL, and 240 mg per DL. Fructosamine glycated serum proteins. Fructosamine can also be measured in diabetes. As albumin is the most abundant plasma protein, glycated um, albumin largely contributes to plasma fructosamine measurements. Albumin has shorter half life than hemoglobin. Thus, glycated albumin represents glucose status over three weeks prior to its determination. Microalbuminuria Microalbuminuria is defined as the excretion of 30 to 300 mg of albumin in urine per day. It may be noted that microalbuminuria represents an intermediary state stage between normal albumin excretion 2.5 to 30 mg per deciliter and macroalbuminuria area greater than 300 mg per deciliter the small increase in albumin excretion predicts impairment in renal function in diabetes Patient in area serves as a signal for early re- reversible renal damage serum lipids determination of serum lipids total cholesterol hdl glyco triglycerides serves as an index for overall metabolic control in diabetes patients, hence serum lipids should be frequently measured. So, the summary of insulin, glucagon, and diabetes mellitus is this. Diabetes mellitus is a common metabolic disorder characterized by insufficient or inefficient insulin. In a healthy person, the body glucose, blood glucose level fasting 70 to 100 mg per deciliter is men's by a well-coordinated hormonal action regulating the sources that contribute to glucose and the utilization pathways, insulin is hypoglycemic while other hormones, glucagon, epinephrine, thyroxine, and glucocorticoids are hyperglycemic. Diabetes mellitus is broadly classified into two categories, insulin-dependent diabetes mellitus and non-insulin-dependent diabetes mellitus The diagnosis of diabetes is frequently carried out when oral glucose tolerance tests As per WHO criteria, a person is said to be suffering from diabetes if his or her fasting blood glucose exceeds 126 mg per deciliter and two hours after OGTT goes beyond 200 mg per deciliter. Diabetes is associated with several metabolic dearrangements such as ketoacidosis and hypertriglyceridemia, besides hyperglycemia. The chronic complications of diabetes include atherosclerosis, retinopathy, nebropathy, and neuropathy. Estimation of glycolated hemoglobin, plasma, fructosamine, microalbumin in urine, and serum lipids serves as biochemical indices to monitor diabetes control. Thank you.